Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning. I hope you are doing well. We're going to continue reading through Galatians 6 verses 7 through 10 today. And today I, as always, am just so grateful that the Lord meets us through scripture. And so I want to encourage you that maybe, maybe if you're still new to spending time in scripture, or maybe you've been doing this for years and years and years, to just take a moment to pause today and thank the Lord that he meets us. Thank the Lord that he speaks to us. Thank the Lord that we don't have to wonder whether or not he wants to talk to us because he does, that we don't have to fear what he's going to say. We can trust that it's good and that he's guiding us and he's leading us closer to him. And so we're going to do that today before I even read the scripture. I just want to pray and I want to thank God and I want to invite you to join me in thanking God for his word today. So God, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, that I get to hear from your heart. I get to hear from your voice. That I don't have to wonder about who you are or your character, but I can open up your word every single day and I can hear your voice. I can see your heart. I can learn more of your character, learn more of who you're inviting me to be. And so I just pray today that as we read these scriptures, that you would do just what you always do, that you would reveal to us more of your heart more of what you're inviting us into and that we would be drawn closer to you. So Holy Spirit, as we read these scriptures, would you speak? We thank you and ask this in your name. Amen. Galatians 6, 7 through 10 in the New Living Translation says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of faith. Holy Spirit, would you speak, show us what we need to receive and what we need to remember today. The verse we're focusing on today is nine. It says, so let's, or I'm sorry, eight. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. Okay, so as I was reading this this morning, I was brought to Proverbs chapter one and I was thinking about wisdom and I was thinking about some of the things that the Lord speaks to us in scripture about wisdom. And I love how the Lord does that. Sometimes different words will kind of, you know, stick out to you. And definitely the ones that stood out to me today were satisfy. When we live to satisfy our own sinful nature, that it's only going to harvest decay and death from that. But when we live to please the Lord and the Spirit, we will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. And that's the goal, right? That we would harvest everlasting life, that that's what we would be investing into. That's the seeds we would be sowing, that we would be planting. Yet this idea 
that we still have this desire to satisfy our own sinful nature, our flesh, is so real. And so I wanted to read just a little bit from Proverbs chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 8. And it says, My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone just for fun. Let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw in your lot with us. We'll share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them for life. Wow. So these verses, when you read them at first in Proverbs chapter 1, and you think, surely I wouldn't go along with someone that says, come on, let's go kill someone for fun. Right? I mean, we all can hear that. And when it's saying, you know, that's a trap, like, no, I, I don't want to do that. Right? I think very few people are walking around going, yes, that sounds fun. That's not fun. That's not something we would want to do. We know that that would be wrong to go and to kill someone. But you see when it starts to say this idea of, of enticing them. In verse 13, it says, think of the great things we'll get. We will fill our houses with all the stuff we take. You see, we have to be so aware of where sin starts in our lives, of where things start. And it starts with the simple to satisfy our own desires, to satisfy our own sinful nature. We don't end up in a place saying we're aiming for death, but yet we end up there and we end up sometimes harming other people because of our desires to just be satisfied and to do it on our own. But what we have to recognize is that every time we give in to one of those seeds to be selfish, to satisfy ourselves over our spirit, that we are planting things that are only going to lead to death, that are only going to lead to separation from God and his heart. And so in verse 15, there's the kind of this warning of saying, my child, don't go along with them. Stay far from their paths, far from it. Such is the fate, verse 19 says, of all who are greedy for money, it robs them of life. Verse 20 says, wisdom shouts in the street. She cries in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock when, you, when disaster overtakes, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone and anguish and distress overwhelm you. When they cry for help, I will not answer, though they anxiously search for me. They will not find me, for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. All who listen, all who listen to him will have peace 
will live untroubled with no fear of harm. Man, I know that was a lot of, a lot of reading in Proverbs, but I want to encourage you if you have time today to continue to read in Proverbs. Go read chapter one again, read chapter two. But you see, it is so easy for us to walk down this road where we're planting seeds that are only going to lead to this bitter fruit of living our own way, as verse 31 says, the bitter fruit of living their own way. I want to encourage you today to think even in the little moments of the choices that you make. Are there any selfish motives that are in your heart? Is there anything within you that is desiring to satisfy your own sinful nature over living for the spirit and aiming to please the spirit? Are there ways that you need to pause and think, how am I pleasing the spirit in this day, in this moment? Because it's happened so fast before we even know it, sometimes without us even being aware of it. And the encouragement in today's scripture and in Proverbs is that awareness to say, how can we open our eyes to say, God, where are you? Where am I just trying to please myself? And where do I need to please you instead? Because we want to live to please the spirit. We want to harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. We want to see fruits of the Spirit in our everyday life. And in order to do that, we're going to have to not only plant seeds that produce fruits of the Spirit, but we're also going to have to not plant other seeds that lead to darkness and death and destruction. And so as you go throughout your day today, I want you to be encouraged, not discouraged, but encouraged by this awareness and this warning that we get in Scripture today that we just need to be aware of what we're giving into, of what we're feeding, our flesh or our spirit today. So Galatians 6, 7 through 10 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially to those in the family of 